0: I mean, we'll be fine. We just uh, can't keep dilly-dallying. Well, we need to get into the show. I'm ready. I've been ready.
1: We need to... Why are you fucking stalling, Kevin? (laughs) Dilly-dallying. Where does that come from? Dilly-dally. I don't know. Dallas? Dilly-dally. Waste time through aimless wandering or indecision. There's a band called Dilly-dally. Wow. Wow. It's a really good name. This
0: is what you're doing right now.
1: Dilly Dally is a Canadian grunge and alternative rock group from Toronto.
0: Alex is the biggest Dilly dally They announced
1: their breakup on March 2nd,
0: 2023. That was five days ago. What are the origins? (laughs) We went went for origins, not the fucking band. Oh, fuck.
1: R.I.P. Dilly Dally. One of my favorite bands that I
0: found out about in the last 10 minutes. Wow. They
1: just broke up this week. What are What are the
0: origins of Dilly Dally? The origins of the word? Yeah, isn't that what we... we etymology? Edu- yeah, isn't that what you went on Wikipedia for? Oh, my God. Do you think I need to know where this... You literally just said, oh, where does that come from? Okay, fine. I'll look it up. Well, etymology. Let's-
1: originates from the French word daliur, meaning to amuse oneself slowly. Okay. It has flirtations, uh, flirtatious connotations originally. dally today means to waste time and indulge in one's own agenda without concern for others. Couldn't be me.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it couldn't be you.
1: No. That's more me. To facilitate, hesitate, act in a, a resolute manner from 1782. So the opposite? No, that's shilly-shally. Oh, okay. I've never heard of shilly-shally. Apparently that's That's the, an antonym. That's an antonym. Yeah.
0: Damn. Yeah. Yeah, more shilly-shally, less dilly-dally. Yeah. Alex. <laughs> You're the dilly-dallier. I'm the silly-sallier. Oh my god. What about wishy-washy? No, we're not doing this. We got we to gotta start this show. <laughs> get off Wikipedia. Three, two,
1: one. Kevin. What's up, buddy? What's up? How are
0: you? I'm good. How are no you? more
1: dilly-dallying. Yeah, no more. Yeah, let's
0: get into the show, the program. It starts now. Yeah. To wrangle Alex into getting his headphones on and sitting down at the mic. It's quite a feat on, Listen, on on behalf of himself and the whole studio.
1: As my mom would say, they don't pay you to have fun. You know, this is work, Kevin. And part of the work is getting me to sit here and uh talking to this
0: microphone. Yeah, I mean I'm doing the work. Exactly.
1: Um, how's your weekend?
0: It was pretty good. I uh went skiing. I, I got Friday off. Um <laughs> ca- called in sick a little personal day. Whoa. I should've called in sick.
1: Yeah. Um What's yeah. the difference between a personal day and just a I'm going to go skiing day?
0: personal day, from what I understand, isn't a vacation. Okay. It's um a day for, you know, to, that you take mm-hmm. no questions asked. Um just I need it. I me. need it for yeah, like whether it be like mental health or yeah, know, something yeah. going on. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Yeah. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm pretty sick, so I had to go <laughs> chase the snow, Alex. Um yeah. I didn't have a choice. People were saying it was the best weekend of the year up there cuz yeah. we got bluebird day Friday, hmm. had a foot of snow on Saturday, and then they groomed that shit on Sunday. So it was freaking beautiful. It was worth it. And I went up there with Arden. We left at 3.30 a.m. on Friday. Whew. Honestly, I was skiing before I would have gotten into work. Wow.
1: Like, wow. We see a where your long priorities drive. are. <laughs> Can't get to work by 10. Gets to the mountain at 6.55. Uh,
0: I had this realization the other week that... I'm rarely late to ski, <laughs> and I'm almost always late to work. So, so what does this say about uh, your priorities? I gotta ski more. Okay, <laughs> that's right.
1: Yeah. Uh, also, Kevin, um, you have a big announcement here to make on the podcast.
0: Oh yeah, I'm back on the booze. I had like three beers this weekend. So Damn, dude, yeah, you, you so. could say I'm uh I'm off the wagon. Yeah, but to, I don't know. I'm not to like
1: rock. Slow down, bro. Three beers. Yeah, on the, over the course of a weekend, <laughs> you
0: need to chill out. Yeah hey i will say the first one i had really fucking hit really yeah it's like after a long day of skiing art and i were getting some barbecue and had a local vermont brew and it was freaking awesome
1: mount rushmore of beers uh after ski beer is definitely up there oh yeah i I love the day baseball beer oh fuck that's that's like maybe one of my favorite beer Beer with a a plate of wings beer and then what's another football beer? beer football beer Watching football, yeah. Watching th- football beer. Okay, those are those are good beers. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you feel different. You feel
0: no, absolutely not. I, don't, I didn't feel any effects. Um, I think my skin got worse when okay. I wasn't drinking. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but you said
1: you were sleeping better.
0: But I've been sleeping pretty fucking good. <laughs> Big year for sleep. Yeah, I told you. Man. I've been I'm sleeping trying to hard. Sl-
1: Yeah, sleep more. And um, I think
0: it's just because I've been going. I've been going hard.
1: That's true. When you go hard, you need to sleep more. That's just the fact. Go hard, sleep hard. This is good for you because you are going to Vegas next month, and you can't. I'm get going back to into- Vegas
0: in two weeks. Uh, no way. I started boozing again because I got to get my sea legs back. I can't just go there. Um, that's good. That's smart. Yeah.
1: That's good thinking. That's just can't good. just
0: go there like 45 days without a drink. No, no. I made it. Th- I made it 31. So you know, that's that's good stuff. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, no, that's fantastic. And I think it's important to reset the system. I've done it a couple times. And yeah. I think also just like you start to realize how many of your life events circle around booze and sort of how if you're not having drinks, then like it eliminates some things in your life.
0: It really didn't for me. Really? I would just go to the bar and drink water. I don't really give a fuck. Like, I'm not getting a. I'm not going to get a mocktail. I'm not drinking these non alcoholic beverages. What? I'm not, I'm not getting a non alcoholic beer. What? Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I will just sit there and drink water happily. I yeah. love water.
1: No, it's Big true. Big water guy. Yeah, I like water too, and I also like uh, just like I like soda. You know, I oh, love soda, yeah. just like I just love United Sodas of America. Thirty calories, the best soda on the planet. Guess what, Kevin? What? The Dialine Awards. Or wasn't yesterday the last day to submit? It was, but guess what? They did it. No. They extended the deadline. Get out of here. Everyone needed more time. Everyone but us, because we listened to rules. We did our goddamn jobs. We called everyone out last week on the program. And uh, it turns out that everyone else needed more time to get their submissions ready. So they've decided not only to give an, everyone a week, but 10 extra days.
0: Damn, 10 days? 10 fucking days. <laughs> That's really nice. You know, they both have uh, backgrounds in academia when they're given you know, very generous extensions.
1: Oh, the whole Dialine team, they're thinking about you guys, the listeners, the designers, the agencies, because they know that... Procrastination is is the number one uh, trait of designers, right? Lord knows I suffer from it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and so that it, everyone reached out to Dylan and said, Give us more time. So who are they to deprive the people? I, if you haven't yet, now is the time for real. For
0: real, for real. Yeah, for real, for real. Because there are no more extensions after this. Yeah, no more.
1: So March 17th is the very last day.
0: Hey, St. Patrick's for Day. For
1: submissions of the Dylan Awards, the best packaging award program on the planet.
0: How do you feel about tea, Alex? I'm
1: I'm into tea um and What about
0: like a cold tea? Ooh, I could
1: go for a cold tea right about now. Is this the time to do the Liquid Death tea taste
0: test? I got this shit set up like we wow. got a sponsorship, um, <laughs> but we don't have a sponsorship. Not yet. I mean, yeah. you know, wishful thinking. But I mean, in some ways
1: they do support us because we um, we do work with Liquid
0: Death. So This is an
1: unbiased review. A completely unbiased, completely pro bono <laughs> Liquid Death taste test. And uh, I will admit that I have had two of the three flavors. So I have to say that I am coming in a little biased, both on the design front and on the taste front. But Kevin, you've had none of these, right? You haven't tried a single one. So we have three flavors, and so um, it's worth kind of calling them out because we are a video show now, so I can actually uh, show them to camera and uh, sort of talk to the people at home. So this is um, my favorite flavor, Um, not that I've tried, but by name, and that's it's called Armless Palmer. So I guess this is a play on um, Arnold Palmer. It's an iced tea, agave, and vitamins. Um, one thing worth noting that they have a what they call a microdose of natural caffeine, 30 milligrams per can. Um, a beautiful design, Kevin. That's what I would say. Um, and uh, we're going to be drinking these things in glasses here today. Okay. And you're putting them in order. Okay. So you'll see the armless palmer in the left, the rest in peach in the middle, which is peach tea. and then what's the third one Kevin uh, it, the, grim the grim leafer, and so that's kind of a traditional tea or that's like a black tea all right we'll just we'll just drink them. I think that's a good way for us to determine exactly what's going on here. so the first one is armless palmer. I'll say that this is the one I have not had so i'm gonna I'll be trying this one for the first
0: time. Wow, same. You know, episode doesn't skip a beat. I I uh, step away for a sec to pour some bevies, and we just you know keep rolling. Unbiased, unbiased. Um,
1: it's delicious. Honestly, that is really really good. I think what I like about it is that it it does feel sweet, but not too sweet. Like it definitely has a sort of like. Um, you know, that agave is hidden, but not like overpowering the, the, yeah. the actual tea itself.
0: I agree. I mean, I don't like anything that's like mad sweet. And I think with an Arnold Palmer, yeah. um, traditionally they can get very sweet just from the, you know, all the sugar in the lemonade and maybe there's some sugar in the iced tea, but mm. this is really, uh, really, really? really nice. It's it's just enough.
1: How do you feel about Arnold Palmer's in general? Like, where do you stand on them? I like them. Yeah.
0: I'm not like a big Arnold Palmer head, but I've been known to enjoy an Arnold Palmer every now and then. It's a good daytime drink.
1: I love the concept of an Arnold Palmer. Like I love the idea that there's these two drinks that are sort of very similar in sort of uh, stature and uh, uh, utility. And then you kind of just mix them together to create this third drink that I would argue is worse than either one of the uh, parts of it. Like I prefer an iced tea over an Arnold Palmer. I prefer a
0: lemonade over an Arnold Palmer. I'm not a huge iced tea guy.
1: I'm not a big lemonade guy. Really? Yeah. No, huh. I, I love iced tea. I, lo- I grew up on Snapple, Arizona. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. You're a, like, you're a
1: big tea head. Yeah, I love I love iced tea. That's I think just
0: we're with the opposite in this regard. Yeah, um, you grew up but, on lemonade. You know, it's, you know, handshake. Handshake. We're in the middle. This is the rest in peach. Yeah,
1: so this is the peach one. This one I have had, and I did try, and I'm sorry to the listeners because I couldn't hold myself back. So this Ooh. one is, is, is really nice. You get that peach flavor.
0: I wish it was a little sweeter. I don't know. I like it. Again, a lot of the times with these flavored beverages, yeah. the flavor can taste mad fake. Yeah. And this tastes really fucking good. This tastes like a Yeah. It's actually got a little peach juice in there.
1: No, it's really good. And again, the thing about tea that I love is that you can always sweeten it. You can always kind of put a little bit more, you know, you can add a, a, yeah. a stevia to it if you really wanted to. But, you know, the base flavor there is really nice. And this is the third one, this is uh, grim leafer. Grim leafer? So this is like a I guess like a Ooh. Like a black tea? I
0: yeah. Guess. This is just like traditional iced tea, right yeah, down the middle.
1: Just right down the middle. Okay, so you got peach. That's pretty sick. You got regular and you got the sort of Arnold Palmer. Actually real it's so interesting because in real life I'm not a big Arnold Palmer fan, but I think of the three, that's my personal favorite. I think it may be the sweetest one, which is speaks to my sort of love of of yeah, really artificial. Yeah, sweet. Alex has
0: got a little sweet tooth. I do.
1: Um I like to say I have a, a deeply American palate. Wow. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, we as a nation we do be liking sweet drinks. That's facts. Yeah. So pretty good stuff. Shout out to Liquid Death. Um, really uh really cool d- the graphic design. Yeah. That's what I want so to say.
0: whoever did this yeah, you know, really A plus job.
1: Really, really cool design and then really I fucking think it's sick. The the flavors are something that we have not had the ability to try until today. So um I think they live up to the uh, sort of uh
0: Yeah, I th- I think they're dope. To the I promise. Mean, I'm not a huge tea head, but yeah. I really enjoyed that peach. I will say, peach I also really like the way that they're sort of
1: marketing this, which... Um uh, we did not have any hand the, uh, whatsoever. The grandma video? Yeah, there's, a, there's been some videos and just kind of talking about how tea is sort of, uh, you know, something outdated for your grandma yeah. and they're sort of the new,
0: they're here to murder it. Yeah, my favorite part of that video is when the, uh, the one of the grandmas shoots a bottle rocket from her crotch. Oh. I thought that fucking ruled. You've said, Kevin, this is your favorite brand. And, um, I yeah, they do fun shit. Like, no. You can just tell they're having a good time and like they just have good ideas and execute them well.
1: Yeah, they're very smart. They have lots of creative... Uh, you know, sort of people there uh, from the top uh, to the design team, they're all thinking, you know, how do we make this uh, marketing, advertising as sick as possible? Yeah. And they're delivering on that. I'm, about to, I'm, about, them to, I'm all? about to mix them all. Jeez. Wow. You just really went for it. Yeah. That's, a, you know, just going back to sort of the idea of like mixing drinks. I think that's really kind of fascinating. It is, it's was it good. Yeah. To, to do so. Like, I don't know. Have you ever gone to like the, the fountain at like a movie theater and just like hit them all?
0: Yeah, when I was a child. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I brought it up. I like a tasteful. Um, I think if you do every single one, yeah, uh, you may be a little bit of a psycho. But yeah. I like a tasteful like. Um, I can't even think of what I would do, but like, yeah, there's like a two-three combination that sure. I think you know that's where I would max out at.
1: Uh, when I worked at Coke, they have this thing called the freestyle machine. And so that's sort of a, a very, oh, neat. was
0: that the big ass one where yeah, you push the button?
1: You can kind of mix and match all nice. the different flavors. It's got like millions of, uh, combinations you can make together. And I think that's kind of fun, but I generally think I'm, uh, I guess I'm more of a purist than, than, than I, than I had thought before where I just, you know, I want my cherry Coke or I want my, you know, I just want a regular Coke <laughs> or I want a regular Sprite or a regular Coke Zero. I think I want to taste test more things in the pod. I think we've talked about this in the past. I feel like we should just be – you know, there's so much stuff coming out each week that we just need to get um, – Yeah,
0: now you know, that we're full-time video ads.
1: That's the thing. Now that we're on video, I think it's nice for people yeah. to actually see us and uh, do some taste tests. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, while you were skiing, I was uh, doing what I do best, which is uh, Working. watching content. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Working like a dog? Working hard and then absolutely doing nothing but yeah. watching TV. But are you, um, are you about
0: to put me on? Yeah, I mean, I
1: think the Chris Rock special is not really something I need to put you on to. Did you watch it or not? I didn't watch it. Yeah, I think there's been a lot of uh, chatter about it. And I will say, um, again, it's not everything is not great. Everything's not perfect. There are things that are somewhat offensive. There are things that maybe I don't agree with. There are definitely some, you know, the Will Smith part is what obviously most people are talking about. That part is interesting. He goes really hard at, at Will Smith. I do think there are people sa- thinking that he went a little too hard or maybe he was, you know, could have taken a bit more of the high road.
0: I think, you know, Will Smith probably could have taken the high road by that, not getting out of his seat and slapping him on national TV. It's a great point.
1: He got slapped on national television in front of millions of people. If he's pissed about it, I think he has the right to. I think to take take a whole year to wait and then kind of go this hard, I think took a little people by surprise. But listen, he has every right to be fucking pissed as he should. Um, And then, but there is um, a middle section where he's talking about family, and he's talking about sort of the Kardashians, he's talking about sort of pop culture things, he's talking about his own wife, and... He's stealing our material. No, he is. This is (laughs) like, I'm a big Chris rock fan and it's, there's some moments there where he is just vintage Chris and it is so lovely to see. It's like watching, you know, uh, uh, LeBron in his prime, you know, and, and Chris is kind of a bit past his prime, I guess, but it's like, he still has some, some of that. He still got it. He still got it. So I really love that. And, um,
0: I'll have to check it out. I'm a I'm a comedy head. You know that.
1: I know you're a comedy head. That's why I brought it up. But I think for those people at home, I'm, I'm you know, uh, if you haven't seen it, it's worth watching. And not just watching the Chris Rock Will Smith part at the end. Like I think watch the full hour. Like watch the. Full, it's, I think it's more than an hour. It's like it's worth watching, start to finish. Um, <laughs> this tease got me fucked up. Um, Kevin, there's a documentary that uh, came out yesterday about Jared Fogle, and Subway. No way. Yeah. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I know. We haven't talked talked about it, but I was uh, this one's out of left field. I was I was totally uh, scrolling around yesterday. Um, I believe it is on like uh, Discovery. It's on like one of these weird channels. It's not on Netflix. It's on um, ID damn what is that what channel is that no clue but it's, it's called jared from subway catching a monster oh my god <laughs> we
0: gotta watch i'll we gotta recap that let's yeah. recap that next week yeah um yeah i'm in because our numbers go crazy when we talk about subway well i mean this is there's been so much it's
1: on id and discovery plus so i was right yeah um i'm i'm all the way in like i couldn't be more excited to watch this and it's gonna be dark and sad because i do think I, I, the story is dark and sad.
0: Yeah, yeah. And this is
1: terrible for Subway. This yeah. is so, so, so bad.
0: It won't shake him, though.
1: Yeah. i will just
0: release another uh, campaign with Steph Curry and <laughs>
1: everybody will forget. Yeah, that is, is
0: so weird. Like
1: in today's world where everyone gets canceled and everything is sort of like so on edge, right? It is really remarkable to watch Subway sort of just keep going. I just mean, like what the are you gonna- train keeps going, and you just keep rolling out, keep paying for these monster athletes, and trying to shove the monster under in the darkness, and t- not talk about Jared Vogel, This, yeah, sports person what for are you going to do? Cancel now. a massive corporation? Like, I know it's it's tough, but it started last night, March sixth. Um, so I guess you'll, two days ago, but yeah, there's there's it's a three part series. Oh damn! And, and I am. That's gonna be heavy. I'm in. So we'll be we'll be tracking that, and then um, yeah, what else did I do? I just kind of worked and uh, grinded, um, and uh, yeah, that's well, so sick, some, bro. Watch some uh, television. Fucking
0: that's, Ronnie Feig ass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> Ronnie Feeg went a little Gary V on us. It's um, so
0: cringy when you know how people will post pictures of themselves working out online. Yeah, this, this situation is like the written form of that.
1: So if you're not familiar, Ronnie Feig is the founder of Kith. He is a sort of super famous um, fashion designer, if you want to even call him that. But, you know, he's super successful. I think there's no way to to, yeah, to you can't say, dispute that. You can't dispute that. And he's had, you know, he's opened up like five or six or seven, who knows what locations of Kith. They're all really beautiful. Obviously, the Kith line itself has turned into sort of an iconic brand. Um,
0: the rich high school kids of uh, of New York love Kith. Yeah,
1: Definitely. It's also definitely a big touristy thing oh, now. Yeah. I feel like if you come to New York and you're like you wanna go shopping, you're gonna go to Kith. Yeah. And uh Ronnie Ronnie has been known to sort of talk a little bit about his process and he's somewhat a quiet guy. Um, but he posted this on Twitter. It says, quote, if you don't put the work in, you won't maximize your potential. There are zero shortcuts. Push yourself to become the hardest working person you know. The first 15 years in this business, I worked six days, 70 hours a week, every weekend, and missed every trip, family function. Okay, okay, Ronnie. Damn, shut the fuck up, honey. And then he followed this up by saying, that's over 55,000 hours before opening the first kid's store. Another 45,000 hours since then. When owning your own business, you'll work every waking minute, so it's most likely a bit more. I think I'll hit 100,000 hours sometime this year. You can't get from A to Z without the alphabet. Oh, my God.
0: What does that mean? This kind of reminds me of an old uh, saying. I grew up hearing it a lot, um, and that goes... You know, it's 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pe- pleasure, 50% pain, and 100% reason to remember the name. Ronnie. Ronnie doesn't need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Um, you know, and he feels, <laughs> so, he feels so unlike everyone. <laughs> Fuck. I'm fucking this up. Yeah. All right, Kevin, go. Uh, I only have a couple of them. I think I forgot some. them. Right, do you want to redo this whole section? No. Ronnie doesn't need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Um, I miss that s- uh, next line. He feels so unlike everyone else, alone. But most people still think that they know him. But fuck him.
1: Wow, beautiful, Kevin. You just wrote I- that here on the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely gorgeous. Um, yeah, that does remind me of a Mike, a classic Mike Shinoda song. Uh, Remember the name?
0: Like, I'm glad he worked hard, and that's cool for him. Yeah. And you know, it's he's built something really successful. But yeah, this like American dream ass, like hard work, porn shit like it's got to stop oh yeah i'm prioritizing my business over my family like that's not really like a cool thing to do on like a personal level and i don't really fuck with that like yeah you got to maintain like personal relationships and it sounds like he was kind of an asshole and he seems kind of like an asshole because he said this and publicized it and thinks it's like really sick yeah so good for him for working hard but like Shut the fuck up about it.
1: If you're early in your career and you're worried about partying weekends and time off, how will you reach ten thousand hours?
0: Is this Malcolm Gladwell?
1: Yeah, it is really, really interesting. Um, I yeah, I just don't know. Like, I, listen, I, I listen, I respect and uh, I, I think he has built something really special, but um I do, do you want to have
0: no friends and no life
1: yeah i mean i like some of the comments in the, in the in the twitter sort of reply section on the other hand it's completely fine not to work your ass off working only five days a week and going for a holiday once a year doesn't equal being lazy it i'd say it's mentally healthier it's not all or nothing you work to live not live to work whatever works for you though so i mean i do think this is like very much like a my generation thinking right yeah. i think i don't know how old ronnie is but i feel like we're similar in age and Older. i do think there's a bit of a like this is the way it's like if you want to be successful and i do think to a certain extent that's true but yeah you would. I, I just think this feels a little tone deaf to sort of like everything that everyone is talking about in the world right now in terms of like mental health and being Uh, yeah, like not doing this and not sort of um, missing every family trip and function because you're working on building a sneaker store. Like, listen, I I get it. And it's it's true. Like, it is hard to get to the level of success that he um, has achieved without putting in a lot of work. But also don't necessarily need to shame other people for not doing that, I think.
0: Like I'm happy for him that he's reached like what he defines as successful, but like yeah. to put that definition of success on literally everybody else or anyone else for that fact. Like it's just extremely tone deaf, like you said, and it's just cringy. It's tough. I knew it
1: would not resonate with you
0: <laughs> for sure. As yeah representing I'm, I'm all young up. people. I'm fired up. Yeah. Well, I mean... Shit's stupid.
1: Yeah, I mean, the only thing I will say is that he's a big Knicks fan and my Knicks are on fire. So, I mean, listen, me and Ronnie have a lot in common. Isn't he but, the creative
0: director? Oh, yeah. I forgot the first he's one? He's the
1: first creative director for the New York Knicks.
0: Yeah, he doesn't want his name up in lights, Alex. That's why they that's that's why they put it up at msg yeah on the jumbotron
1: yeah I, I think uh there's two ways to get success kevin there's one you work really really hard or two you just go on twitter and ask your followers to do things for you and that's what mr beast did this week um <laughs> you
0: forgot number three is have really rich parents oh
1: that's right yeah we that's just assumed <laughs> um uh, Mr. Beast, I saw when it sort of happened on my For You page or whatever.
0: Are you on Beast Twitter?
1: I, I guess he's down on my feed. I mean, the new algorithm is putting things on my feed that I follow. Are don't you in follow. Beast mode, bro? <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm I'm a beaster. That's what they say, <laughs> right? Beast head.
0: <laughs> is, is that what they call him? Beasters?
1: No, I don't know. I just made that up. Um, beast head. I'm a big Mr. Beast head. So this is something he put on Twitter. He says, I need your help. Next time you see Feastables in Walmart and soon to be new retailers... If you could clean up the presentation and make it look a little better, that'd make me happy. I'm um, building a team to do this routinely, just need some help in the short term. And so he posts two photos. One is like an aisle in Walmart with his product all messed up. And then another one where everything is sort of merchandised correctly. This is a way to galvanize and sort of, uh, you know, inspire your community is to get them to do your merchandising. Yeah.
0: Oh no, another lame ass dude posting cringe on Twitter. I think it's okay that
1: he did this. And I think people are like, oh my God, how dare he do this? It's like, no, he's got a lot of fans and he knows they'll do anything for him. I do think the thing that's really (laughs) bizarre is how quickly and how everyone went like fully nuclear in doing this for him. Like,
0: what? And how proud people were to, to like step up and be like... I'll do this. I'll rearrange your shelf, Mr. Yeah. Beast. I'll make yeah. sure it looks nice at Walmart. Yeah, yeah. Someone said, brilliant. Crowdsourcing the cleanup. An amazing way to take care of your problem with your influence. Proud of
1: you. Watch out, Hershey's. There's a new and better way of doing things. It's like,
0: what? Yeah. What? What?
1: Yeah, Hershey's
0: just get your fans to do uh, free labor for you. (laughs) Oh wait, I mean, I feel like Hershey's gets a lot of free labor.
1: People get paid to make sure that you know stuff is looking good on shelf. Like this is a job. So that was kind of my first thought was like, just pay people to do this. But he did. I think he was smart enough to put that in, saying, "I'm building a team for people to do this routinely. Just need to this. I need some help in the short term. I think if he didn't do that, then I think he would get. Fairly crucified to a certain extent.
0: So you're telling me he's building a na- nationwide team of individuals who are going to go to every single Walmart in this country to reorganize his shelves for him. Yeah, I mean, it's that's fucking crazy. And if he's got that cash, good for him. Like I'm all, I'm all for creating jobs, but that's <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah.
1: What are Feastables? Chocolate, chocolate. So it's just Mr. Beast chocolate. Yeah. Some, some really bad design on the packaging here. Yeah, Mr. Beast hit our line yeah mr Beast, ho- ho- holler at us give us a hundred thousand yeah we know you got that fucking bag, <laughs> dog. yeah I mean at least if he's gonna give out money for people for free at least they should be at least cleaning up his shelves you know I think this is you know this is smart of him he built an empire on just giving away free money so I might as well these
0: people might as well be doing that's this, the right? most millennial shit you ever said
1: what giving people money to do jobs
0: yeah if he's no he's giving out money for free and it's like oh the least they could do is uh clean up the shelves <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah you know
0: I mean his his followers you know. Put them to work. They say ride or die, and yeah. uh, Mr. Beast's got a lot of riders.
1: How long before you think Mr. Beast gets canceled? Do I don't want to put a like. A-
0: I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that he is so hyper focused on making content. Yeah, and he's doesn't. He seems um, like he's built a certain way that mm-hmm. he really only focuses on the thing that he's doing. That I would be honestly shocked if he's had time to do anything else um but okay. also i wouldn't really be surprised because people are pieces of shit yeah. um so yeah i'll be in the middle on that one i could Call. see it either way but you know yeah. i hope he's a genuinely decent person
1: me too and i'm not hoping for him to be canceled i'm not like i, I genuinely think what he does is like i said in the past like i think it is uh, smart and i do think it is creative and i do think it's entertaining it's for babies but it's not you know it's it's good content for kids like and i i, I think it's um I, i'm not wishing bad upon him cuz i do think he's a good guy but like it gives me a little bit of a maybe there's some dark deep secrets yeah. underneath there not to say jared fogel cuz that's like a very extreme version of that but i do think Oof. maybe there is something behind the sort of i mean uh, i think it's just tiger woods maybe ish yeah i know? think
0: it kind of just that thought speaks to like where we are right now with like you know, culture and society where it's like,
1: you can't just be an, nice Oh, guy like anymore. this
0: guy is, this guy's mad successful. And like, he's reaching these upper echelons of culture and like getting views or whatever. And but, it's like, it's almost like there's a, a, a clock or like some sort of like scale that's, mm-hmm. you know, time is up. Like he, got it seems like, it seems like this thing is coming, but like, I mean, we don't really know anything.
1: No, you're right. Like we shouldn't tear down people just because they've been famous for uh, eight yeah, to 12 months. It's like we expect
0: something, some, to, something to happen. But it does.
1: I mean, that's kind of the way it goes. But I mean, listen, I hope it doesn't happen to him. But I, I think generally I wouldn't be surprised. But I guess maybe you're right. Maybe it's my internal clock saying, ooh, Mr. Beast is flying high. Maybe... uh Maybe he's going to do he's something. He's flying too
0: high. He's flying a little too high. Flying too close to the sun. Yeah,
1: no. I mean, listen, he's a beast, so he'll keep <laughs> doing his thing. And,
0: I'm a beast. I'm a boss. Uh, <laughs> is I that mean, is that it?
1: I don't I don't know the rest of those lyrics. You're really in a rapping mood today. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Kevin, we're going to move on to the top story of the week.
0: You and, love that fucking air horn.
1: And that is because Sonny D has released Vodka Seltzer. Finally, finally, the thing we've all been waiting for, Sunny D Vodka Seltzer. Um, this was one of those things that when I first saw pop online this week, I had to ask myself and those people around me: Is this real? Because it does have a bit of a um, a meme. Who's that guy that makes all those shitty memes? Adam, the creator. Thank you. That's exactly who I was thinking of. <laughs> it has a bit of an Adam the creator vibe. And I was like, there's no way that this could be real or it just seems very bizarre because obviously Sunny D is an orange juice brand made for kids. And this is vodka made for not kids. But the truth is, it is absolutely real and it's available in four packs of 12 ounce cans for a retail price of approximately $10. It's distributed by the American Beverage Corporation. And the label uh, is, is, you know, there's a website called Sunny D Cocktails. And uh, even some quotes for some uh, some some people on their side. Quote, we took your favorite legendary orange flavor and added vodka. So they can't call it orange juice. They have to call it orange yeah, flavor because yeah. it's not really orange juice. It's really just orange flavored drink. And added vodka to create a delightful drinking experience that tastes like you're sipping on sunshine. Ooh. While the press release is uh, yet to be announced, retailers across the Midwest have posted photos. Unexpected release generated a bit of a buzz online.
0: Yeah, I heard um, they're rolling out at Walmart. Hmm. Um, I really haven't been able to find that much online about it. I saw a link to Fresh Direct, which was kind of validating because I, you know, we were in the same boat yesterday. Like, is this real? Is this not real? We don't want to, you know, report on it. Yeah, have it not be real. We don't want to look like freaking idiots.
1: That's called integrity
0: journalism. I know, journalistic
1: hard work. Yeah, dedication. Tommy
0: Ronnie Feig. And we didn't
1: want to. Yeah, we didn't want to report on this,
0: but it is absolutely real. The reports are true. This is real. Yep. Um. I'm kind of excited for it. Yeah. I think it's a big step for a brand that was, you know, kind of like, you know, we grew up with it. Like, I don't know about you, but I had the Sunny D, like, uh, the little coolers with the, with the nipple on it.
1: I'm not familiar with what you're discussing.
0: This is like the squirt bottles, you know.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I don't. I don't
0: know. Is there a better word? Like a little...
1: There's got to be. But yeah, well, I think we'll, that's we'll,
0: the technical term for it. We'll
1: keep letting this one slide. Um,
0: but I grew up with Sunny D. I love Sunny D. Um, mm-hmm. We used to get it at Sam's Club. Big ass packs. It's just like the ultimate nostalgia play, and it's cool to see a brand that, like, I personally grew up with, kind of like grow with me and like make a product for me. Even though I'm like definitely probably not gonna ever have this or drink it.
1: Well, you would drink it once and then probably yeah, yeah. not. You're not going to like consistently drink this.
0: The chances that this is actually a good drink, very low in my mind.
1: Yeah. I mean, I have high ish hopes for the drink just because I feel like it would go together well, right? Like a Sunny D and vodka, like, does sound actually like a pretty solid drink. Yeah. I think the seltzer part makes me think that it's going to be like lightly orange flavored tasting. So I, I agree with you. Like, expectations aren't huge, but I do think it, like, it has the makings of a of, of a good idea. Yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head that it is interesting to hear about a brand that people grew up with and then sort of aging with its consumers. So I think, you know, obviously you're like, whoa, Sunny D is for kids. But it's like, the kids that grew up on Sunny D, um, like you, um, wasn't me, unfortunately. I didn't really grow up on Sunny D. I was more of a Tropicana guy. Ah. Uh um but sunny d is obviously a brand for kids and now it's like those kids are so, more adult and um i don't think this is a bad move at all i actually think it's really smart i actually think that in in, in a way that it's like it does feel me or it feels mm. like it's a you know one of these things you're like oh my god they would never do this but it's like that's gonna make people want to get their hands
0: on this yeah. thing yeah i mean sunny d has been kind of me on social for a oh really bit. yeah i i uh i was on their website and It kind of brought me, I remember being on their website like a while ago, maybe a couple years ago when we worked on a project, and I think I used them as maybe a reference. I I don't love brand socials, uh, just in general. Sure. I mean they were doing like some mimi shit okay you know a little normy, but you know they they were they were trying they were
1: trying okay that's cool i mean i think kevin you've you know we've been talking about sunny d a little bit here they have quite a history of of marketing and design so
0: well um, that's my bone to pick with it is like you're doing this big nostalgia play Mm -hmm. by bringing back this brand that like i enjoyed as a child and you're using your new updated branding Mm -hmm. and graphics that like you know, like that fucking circular sparkling gradient, like that sucks. That looks like they pulled it off of like Getty Images or something. If you're doing this nostalgia play, like lean all the way in. Like they've got like some really good media that they've done. A lot of commercials, like that one in the nineties um, where they talk about like the purple stuff. Yeah. Um, that's like an iconic commercial. Yeah.
1: I'm looking at all this stuff right now. Yeah. Sean Williams Scott. <laughs> um, Yeah. No, the, you're right. Like they do have... Like everyone is going 90s, right? And yeah. everyone's doing all these nostalgic package designs. Everyone's doing this sort of nostalgic everything. And you're right. This brand was really, really sort of in its heyday in like the 80s and 90s. And then in the 2000s, they rebranded a- away from Sunny Delight to Sunny D. And then in 2016, they have this sort of new branding that does feel quite, I don't know how to describe it. It just it feels seems like a nod to yeah. the old, but it just feels like less fun. It just feels more like, I don't I don't want to call it prestigious because it's Sunny D, but like it does have a bit of a, you know, they went from some of these like really fun and funky typefaces to like an all caps thing that just kind of feels like a little bland.
0: Yeah. I just wanted to see that like the original Sunny Delight packaging come back and I don't know, it's just iconic. And again, if you're going to do the nostalgia thing, like. Go yeah. all the way, like don't stop and do these like shitty graphics. If you're gonna get me to buy something, like I want to feel something. I want to feel like Oof. a memory, you know. I want to feel and like I didn't grow up with that old branding, you know. You could trick me into thinking I did.
1: Yeah, I, I think I I remember some of this old branding, and even though I like I said I wasn't a huge uh, drinker of Sunny Delight, um, but I, I think you're right. Like I think they the fact that they're doing this is like cool and good yeah. and smart and interesting and. I think you're right. Like, it could have been a Grand Slam home run if they would have, like, maybe done a rebrand of the real drink or done, like, a retro ish packaging Mm -hmm. that sort of felt a little bit more in line with, sort of, like, where the brand was and sort of its heyday, and then do some of these, like, 90s uh, nostalgia things. Like, they could have done some really kind of interesting. Um, more offbeat marketing,
0: yeah, or, or like even like some of those taglines I pulled, or I don't know, if-, um, if unleash like, like, the sun. Yeah, that's lit. That's <laughs> fucking lit, dude. Like, or yeah. maybe say something about like, you know, lit by the sun.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. No, you're right. Like, they could have really done this really, really, really interestingly. And I think you're right. They did this uh, like, you know, again, they're just the fact that it even exists and it's real, but it does feel. Yeah, that's not the Sunny D that I know. Yeah. And when I look at the package design, I'm kind of like, it says Sunny D, doesn't feel like Sunny yeah. D. Yeah. Also, Sunny
0: Delight is a much better name.
1: Yeah. I guess, you know, it's one of those situations where like everyone was maybe calling it Sunny D. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to make it. We're going to put that on our, you know, we'll use what the people call us. And in some ways, it kind of doesn't. Yeah. It just feels weird. Sunny it's,
0: Delight is fucking. I want to read it, but call it Sunny D.
1: Yeah. So I think we're saying across the board, you and I both agree here like, it's, 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 we're interested, we're intrigued, this is cool. But like, they should have went a bit harder into the nostalgia yeah, lean in. and leaned into it because they're already trying to appeal to those people that once drank Sunny D as kids and now yeah. are adults. So it's like, you're kind of missing them with sort of this new yeah. branding that like kind of isn't exactly what you remember, but it says, it says Sunny D, yeah. so therefore it is. Um, it is Sunny D, and I feel it, it's
0: like, real. I feel like is so played because of a lot of brands like not fully leaning into it. It's like they do it halfway, or like yeah. they do this stuff where it's like, you know, bringing back the name or like wh- whatever. A lot of their the execution falls short on these nostalgia plays, and I just want to see it like, you know, go full full fucking throttle.
1: Yeah. No, totally agree, and uh, I will. I would like to get our hands on some. Yeah, as, as, as I mean, we we're going to
0: try it for sure. Yeah, maybe, maybe that could be the next. Uh, yeah, it once nice. it becomes available on uh, Fresh Direct.
1: Yeah, looks like it's going to hit the Midwest first, and then we'll find its way, hopefully, to uh, to the uh, uh,
0: coastal elites.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, moving on, uh, another brand that got a refresh uh, this week is Zevia. So Zevia is the plant based, stevia sweetened uh, beverage brand, has been around for quite a while, actually. And um has uh always struck me as like one of those brands that looks particularly dated. Mm-hmm. And I don't know exactly when it started. Probably something I could have looked up, but like it 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 feels like it's um yeah, it feels like it was designed in 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 two thousand and like four. And it's you know, and it's it's and it definitely um I, I'm familiar with it for a couple of reasons. One, it's a United States of America competitor, and two, I'm a stevia guy. Yeah, stevia guy. So um, when it comes to my sweeteners, I actually do really like stevia. And so in the past, prior to my sort of, uh, you know, my new life, I've done a couple of crash diets and I've done a couple of like extreme eating um, kind of things. Mm-hmm. And in those uh, periods of my life, I would cut out all sugars yeah, really, really strictly And in those moments, I would only go for Stevia sweetened beverages. Mm -hmm. And in those moments, Zevia has been a brand that I have gone to. This is years ago. Yeah. Because they have like a zero calorie cream soda. They have a zero calorie like um, root beer. They have some drinks that they don't look good at all, but actually from a product perspective, aren't bad.
0: I'm going to disagree with you here. I liked that old packaging. I thought it was like i don't know it was almost endearing like it just felt not of this time sure in a good way um and i liked the type on an angle and yeah i don't know it kind of just felt like a little retro but and i also actually enjoyed drinking zevia like i I had it i had a friend in uh venice beach who was mad into zevia yeah he offered me one i was like wow this is quite tasty
1: yeah, there, there are a lot of people that are drinkers. Yeah, so I think this is interesting. Out there. Yeah, and it, it doesn't look like a brand that would have followers or um, huge a huge community of fans, but they do. And I think it is interesting to see them go with this complete redesign, which was done by Turner Duckworth. And uh, yeah, it has this sort of... Uh, they've scrapped almost everything that was there before. And this new logo finds inspiration in like leaves, and it sort of has all these... Um, rounded letters has a really interesting new zevia wordmark which is kind of the core of the identity itself Mm -hmm. and then it's sort of uh yeah it's it feels much younger it feels a lot fresher it feels even you know kind of a trendy-ish in line with some of the newest newish brands on shelf the ones that you know everyone knows and 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 loves so i do think this is going to take them sort of out of the you know sort of uh mainstream, I don't know anyone called that, but, like, it's sort of a bit of a, you know, sort of a, you know, core ish design, and it does make it feel a bit more, yeah, just a bit more modern and a bit more fresh, and I think there will be some people that, there'll be two camps. There'll be some people that were, um have had never had Zevia before and will mm-hmm. maybe try it because of the new design because they won't be, like, embarrassed to, you know, sort of have it. There'll be some people that were, zevia drinkers that are going to drink more of this or be like oh wow this is a really cool new rebrand and then i think there'll be some people that will be former drinkers that maybe will not potentially that this design i think could alienate because i don't think they are looking for some of this like new younger more designy sort of feel
0: yeah i mean it's not just every single outcome of yes
1: (laughs) absolutely (laughs) but i do think this is it's interesting because i do think it, it is quite a a change of direction.
0: Yeah. I think it's awesome. I, I quite like the word Mark. Um, You just
1: said you do like the older one better.
0: Yeah. I mean, why can't I like both things? That's fair. I mean they, I know we live in the hot take economy, but I can like the old and I can like the new. No, you
1: have to pick a side,
0: Kevin. No, sorry. I, you I can not.
1: you cannot uh ride the middle here.
0: I will ride the middle. Okay. I'm a rider, just like a Mr. Beast fan. That's right. It's interesting now that they, they, they've they
1: taken this moment to sort of reintroduce themselves and have launched like a whole lineup of products. So they have like Zedia soda, then they have Zevia tea, and then they have like Zevia like spark uh, kids, which the kids just has like fruit on the front of it. Um, so they, they're kind of pushing Zevia much, much bigger in, in interesting ways. Pushing Z. They're pushing Z <laughs> and, uh, this is going to roll out in March and yeah, I'm, I'm something that I want to keep my eye on obviously, but the, the core can design, I think is probably the thing that I'm, uh, think is the most effective. And I think ultimately that's probably the most important part of the brand.
0: Am I misremembering this or did they move from a regular twelve ounce can to a skinny can?
1: No, they're 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 multiple different lines of okay, products. Okay. So they have like the main can which is still gonna be in the traditional can and then they have the the peach zero sugar tea, which is in a taller. Oh, can. coming
0: for freaking liquid death, huh? Yeah,
1: and swoon and a million other brands. So I think this is I just think this is something that um yeah. I mean, as a designer and obviously I have my own sort of bias and things like that. Like, I think this is, this isn't a good job by Turned worth. I think they've done a nice job. Yeah. Here. I, do, I do think this is going to appeal to more people. I think you will get some people that sort of are in the sort of niche, natural sort of, um, you know, world of things that like maybe this won't, uh, quite resonate with. But I do think the more yeah. mass, you know, sort of, uh, p- people will, will, will give this a second look. I think.
0: Yeah. Too. I think they're, uh, you know, are they not big with the naturals or are they big? No, the they naturals? are.
1: I think that's their community now. Um, and I think there's, yeah, there's an argument that, you know, the natural community is not a niche. It's much bigger. And so this design, I think takes them a bit towards that. And I will say the cream soda is a personal favorite of mine and it's pretty good. I haven't had it in a long time, but I, um, I'd be interested to try, it, which is bad. <laughs> um, but I just love cream soda, and United States America does not make a cream soda. Cream boy, I, I'm a cream boy. Um, Kevin, we got to move on because we got time. Speaking of 90s, we were talking about Sunny D before um, in the early 2000s and, and nostalgia. Um, there's a new brand by Marc Jacobs. It's called Heaven by Marc Jacobs, and it, it very much deeply is inspired by Y2K. And uh, if you've been to um, uh, Brooklyn, <laughs> yeah recently if you've been to Bushwick. If you've been to Bushwick, you'll see that every <laughs> single person looks like they're dressed from 2004. and uh, they um, have the very sort of uh, distinct aesthetic from a fashion perspective. And so they um, this is this is Mark Jacobs who yeah,
0: um, what do you think about that trend as a, as a man who lived through it?
1: I think it's just natural part of the world cycle. I think things go in and out. Like when I was a kid, like people dress like the seventies or people dress like the sixties, or people dress like the, you know, the eighties. And it's like it's just like kids today dress like the two thousands yeah. because
0: back in my day we dressed like the nineties. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah,
1: this is a very deeply two thousand early two thousands Y2K aesthetic. And I think the only reason why we're talking about this is because this latest uh, marketing campaign features both Michael Imperioli and Tara Reid, and those are uh, those are Y two K famous people for The Sopranos, and um, was the Tara Reid famous? I don't know American Pie.
0: Oh, cool. Um, Speaking
1: of Michael William Scott, this is
0: Michael William Scott and Sean Tara Williams
1: Reid or Sean William Scott, right? No, Sean, Sean, Sean William, William Scott. Scott. Yeah. yeah, shout out to American
0: Pie. Here is a question. Mm-hmm. Is this possibly the best continuous carousel image on Instagram of all time? Potentially,
1: yeah. If 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 you haven't seen it, it is literally an ad that features a couch that goes over.
0: Let me stop you there, Alex. What?
1: It's a jouch. <laughs> it is a jouch. It is a Jean
0: couch, which you know, if you'll remember, uh, yes. you know, if you personally, Alex Center, remember, the jouch was on the the topic list for several <laughs> weeks. Vice did an article about it. I love all things Gene. I wanted to talk about it. We would have been early. Kevin. The jouch, dude. Kevin. <laughs> it's okay. I'm, I'm, we're talking about it now.
1: Yeah. Kevin has been talking about jouches for a while, so I yeah. want to say he was
0: early on the beat.
1: And, uh, dude, I
0: love a jouch. My aunt had one. Yeah. This is a, uh, yeah, a Gene couch. She had a whole jiving room set. <laughs> <laughs> a jub seat. <laughs> a Jotaman. Oh. Uh. Oh my God. How many more of these? I mean, that's all she had. (laughs) Wow. That's pretty
1: sick. Um, Yeah. So this post is, um, I don't know how many images, but it, 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 it's, it is the longest couch ever created. And I really hope it's a real couch. I don't think it is, but like, I want to believe it's real. I really want to believe it's a real couch. And, yeah, it's got all these young looking cool people and then Probably it's got the coolest group of people
0: ever assembled. Yeah, they
1: look so sick. Yeah. Like they just look everything about this is cool and like to be honest is it really um yeah, it's podcast fodder just because it's like yo, this is sick like I think the fact that Gen Z like is embracing early 2000s aesthetics are cool, and the fact that they're embracing early Y2K people is also yeah. fucking cool to me. And so, shout out to, shout out to Michael Imperioli.
0: I really love how he's the last one on the couch. Yeah. And he kind of looks like, yeah. I don't know, uninterested or like-
1: I'm being paid to be
0: here. Yeah. I don't want to be here or whatever. Yeah. Um, great what? look by him. Yeah. He's Love having him. a
1: resurgence because of White Lotus, and apparently they, they used like Pamela Anderson and other sort of uh, early two thousand stars in the past. So he's hella based too. I will say, I actually think the clothes, like um, Heaven by Mark Jacobs, if you actually like, I think the clothes are actually kind of sick. Yeah, are you gonna get some? I mean, listen, I'm 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 almost forty, Kevin. I can't be, I can't be um, cosplaying as a early two thousands uh, well, Gen year
0: I bet you could go. Um, to oceanside and yep. uh, dig through your old closet. I mean, that's
1: the truth. It's like some of this, do, look and you like,
0: and you should you should absolutely do that. Yeah, like I'd, remember when you wear the puka shell necklace? Yeah, bring that back. I mean, listen, I got the hoop earring back. Those are puka shell necklaces. I have be one. all the rage. I have one. Summer twenty twenty. I have one
1: in my apartment in Brooklyn.
0: Yeah, I know. So I should. It's just, great. I should just rock it. I think I have one too. I'm just maybe one maybe one episode we'll uh,
1: we'll wear pukas. Yeah, I'm I'm totally here for it. Uh, listen, I'm I'm here. I I've said this before, like I think the general aesthetic of uh the two thousands with baggy pants and earrings and uh sort of bucket hats and uh a little
0: grungy too. Yeah, cook yeah. some rips. I'm
1: I'm here I'm here for all of it. And uh yeah, it makes me feel old a little bit, but I just think it's it's exciting yeah let's Um, go let's go speaking of things coming back uh the double down is back kevin the story comes from cnn um
0: (laughs) (laughs) the fact that cnn is reporting that double down is back fucking awesome the kfc double
1: down is coming back for a limited time as of march 6th uh so that's this week that's yesterday Instantly recognizable creation replaces the bread found in a typical sandwich and uses two fried chicken flays as the bun, and uh, there are also slices of cheese, bacon, and choice of mayo or spicy sauce. Double Down made its debuted in 2010, which another thing that makes me fucking feel really old because I remember getting these like at my job. Like, I remember getting these like as like, <laughs> at vitamin water oh, no, yeah, I... for lunch, like Damn. when this first came out, being like, "Yo, this just you got to try this." <laughs> I remember
0: being mad hype about them. They were doing some good ads on them. Yeah, this was—I didn't bring any to the show, but um, I just unlocked a memory of. Yeah, they sold. But I think
1: before I had a podcast or a show to talk about this, I would want you know. I remember distinctly being like, "Yo, for lunch." the design team, we should all get these and try them because these things are kind of hot on the yeah, internet.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, they were all yeah, the rage. Yeah, so
1: I've been doing this for a long time, apparently. Yeah. And uh, Kevin... How many s-
0: double downs have you had in your life?
1: Um, I've had distinctly one. Yeah, uh, because <laughs> I think that's... Yeah, me too. Because <laughs> um, we need to say a couple things. They sold 10 million sandwiches, which Dang. feels like a lot. But you're right. It was a total buzzy thing. It was like really... It was a big moment for KFC. It was actually a big moment for like fast food innovation. Like it was a big thing when it was just like
0: well it came out after like the the triple baconator remember that shit no, no it was that's like a Wendy's thing yeah it was probably like three layers of bacon oh. on a, on a triple burger or something it was crazy yeah so, what a time to be
1: alive what a time to be alive and now we're back this is now nostalgia
0: yeah um, I mean if you th- if you think for a second that I'm not gonna bury my face in that double dussy you got me <laughs> fucked up
1: <laughs> here's the thing about double downs Kevin. It's not a good sandwich. No, it's it's, it's trash. Here's one thing you need <laughs> in a sandwich. I think this was actually the moment that I realized that bread is maybe the most integral and important, critical moment part of a sandwich. I, it's I'm not gonna I
0: can't argue with you. Name a great sandwich that doesn't have bread. Double known.
1: No, that's not a good sandwich. That is all sandwich. Listen, but it is I can not make a good I can sandwich.
0: make you a good sandwich without bread. I can make you a I with can make no you bread? A double down. That's much better. Yeah.
1: So, but here's the thing: bread, like it, it, it's so it's it's you just need it on a sandwich. But also, these things are hard to eat because you you literally have to hold them by the fried chicken, which you can't I hold just, it by the wrapper. No, but it's it's this is like no.
0: I mean, I'm with you. This no, is, this it's is a, bad. It's kind of an uh, mm-hmm. um, ergonomic nightmare. Get it, grease all of your hands. That's right and yeah, also it doesn't messy. taste better like eat chicken a
1: fried chicken sandwich is better with one piece of fried chicken and two pieces of bread versus yeah, two absolutely. pieces of fried chicken and no bread there's just a have
0: bacon and cheese and mayonnaise in there too yeah but that's spicy pro- mayo. that's not the problem here the problem is
1: that it doesn't have bread it's literally something that is supposed to be better by <laughs> it's keto
0: bro i mean it's it's healthy it's a healthy <laughs> it's sandwich. healthy it's keto it's healthy it's a healthy sandwich
1: <laughs> um that's um carbs are the devil bro i mean listen i'm not disagreeing but i think carbs are the the best they bread is rules what are you like, talking you know about I mean? like, they bread.
0: breaded the chicken alex yeah it's got bread on it also i'm not critiquing the chicken i'm just saying no no, no you're not hearing me yeah. it's got it's breaded it's got bread on it
1: yeah yeah the buns are important that's yeah. that's a fact buns are important buns are important but yeah no the fact that this is making a return i guess the question is kevin will this make as much noise will people care as much as they did
0: um you know 10 years ago if, if we have anything to say about it i think they will I don't know. Should we try this? Should we try it on the pod? <laughs> See, I don't
1: want to try this again. I know what this tastes like. It's bad. What if they redid it? I don't think they did. I, I mean, listen, I'll try anything. I'm not. I mean, like, also, I'm uh, not against to uh, it, but <clears throat> like, I just don't think this is like.
0: Imagine us trying this on the pod. It's so we're gonna we're gonna walk. I'm gonna have everything set up. I'm gonna walk in because you know I'm gonna pick these up because I'm I'm fast. I got my bike. <laughs> I'm picking these up. Yeah, we're Dan, gonna start recording. You are so fast, dude. We've got two choices. We're either gonna. Do it immediately Mm. or wait to the end. Yeah. And either way, you know, could you imagine doing a podcast after taking a double down to the face? It's just not good. Very lethargic pod. I don't remember this. And then we got to, or we got to wait till after and they get cold and Mm -hmm. and soggy. Also a bad move. So maybe we won't try these. Yeah. I don't think we need to try these. Like, I just don't think. I might go get it for lunch. Really? No. No, you're not. (laughs) You just don't want to eat this. No, I do not want to eat this. All right, Alex, hear me out. Yeah. What if we put a bun around the double down? So if we if we got you a bun and we put the <laughs> double down on a bun, how would you feel about it then? I think it'd be better. Yeah, I think so too.
1: Yeah, but that's a regular chicken sandwich, Kevin. That's the point. Is that you don't need that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we're aligned. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, uh, that is our show today. Um, I'm excited because Fort Minor is definitely going to yeah. be the outro music, and uh, absolutely uh, that track still
0: fucking goes no matter yeah. what i was excited to get uh the double dussy out there mm, yeah, i came no. up with that last week yeah no, I've been I, sitting on that
1: <laughs> <laughs> i could tell i can always tell when you got something cooking in
0: in in, yeah. in, the, in the back burner you, i didn't want to yeah. i didn't put it in the dock either because yeah, I, yeah. I didn't want you, i didn't want to you know dude, alarm you or dude what a moment yeah <laughs> um people <laughs>
1: people won't forget about that t- uh anytime soon for sure um kevin i uh, before we uh we gotta go yeah that's the end are of the we show. done
0: yeah we're done you always you're trying to do these like abrupt endings and I, i'm just not mm, i'm mm. Y- you know usually we say thanks
1: yeah oh th- thank you to the listeners thank yeah. you like subscribe youtube uh comment comment rate us uh, instagram front center uh youtube channel dm me podcast dms do your things linkedin
0: okay strava got-